1: Time to play with pain. Hosted by Emmy-winning comedian and writer Jeff Cesario. Interviewing guests from comedy, entertainment, and sports. Plus, legendary sportscaster Chet Waterhouse. Don't worry, this shouldn't take longer than your average trip to Costco. And now, here's your host... Jeff Cesario. Well, look at us up on a Wednesday. Very uh, rare for us to actually uh, uh, tape an episode on a Wednesday, but uh, welcome to Play With Pain. Great show for you. My guest is the uh, voice of the World Series of Poker, a man who makes Edith Piaf look optimistic. The mad cherub, Norman Chad. Norm, how are you today? You look good. Look at you. Are you diving into that wine rack?
0: no but always good to be with you it's preferable to an anima.
1: <laughs> hey uh nowadays uh look that that'll that'll that right there that phrase right there will jump us i swear to god 10 places on the podcast ratings list uh we're gonna do a full chad chat in just a second but first Chet, do you have an update for us? Uh, do I have? Do the Real Housewives of Miami have separate refrigerators just for their Botox? Of course, I have an update. Time for the Waterhouse update, sponsored by Sylvania. A whole state full of discount wrenches. America's pastime. No, not wondering what hot actress will get bored with Pete Davidson next. Baseball. Dodgers playing so well they're favored to win three Emmys. (sighs) Yankees slumping worse than my pillow stock. Baltimore in the playoff hunt for the first time since screaming yellow zonkers was a thing. And finally, Hawaii won the Little League World Series and will now face the Cincinnati Reds for a chance to move up into the National League. That wrap-up sponsored by Thumbrella. Keep your hand high and dry in bad weather with Thumbrella. NFL! Aaron Rodgers receivers are so young they're super bored with TikTok. The Chicago Bears receivers are so young they make the Packers receivers look like the Doobie Brothers. Tom Brady, back from his 11-day break at the Brookhaven National Laboratory's particle accelerator for his bi-yearly tune-up. That item sponsored by Kraprika. If you just want your deviled eggs to look tasty, try Kraprika. Tennis! US Open in Flushing Meadows. Quarterfinals, Kristen Cinema beat Lauren Boebert in straight sets. I, I might have that wrong. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1906, the place, Newport, Rhode Island, U.S. National Tennis Championship. William Clothier beat defending champ Beals Wright, said Clothier, I can't wait to get out of these clouds. This Waterhouse update sponsored by Spit Stop, the gas station just for tobacco chewers. Now back to Jeff and the best peripheral sports announcer in the business, Norman Chad. Wow, thank you, Chad. That was—he uh, seems to be a huge fan of yours.
0: <laughs> uh, I didn't know it, peripheral, <laughs> but I took it as a backhanded compliment. Hey, look, it's, uh,
1: as Chet likes to say, even a left-handed compliment is part compliment. So, you know, you got to take what you get. And let's be honest, uh, poker, although I'll say this, poker to me is a far more legitimate sport than,
0: uh, eating hot dogs. Not even close. Uh, you know, both used to populate ESPN poker, the world series of poker now on CBS sports network, which I believe is, uh direct TV channel pie. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's that's going to be hard. To, that's hard to type in on a remote. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, poker is more legitimate and, and people in poker do not have that that, that Joey swagger uh, after downing 60 hot dogs. He's, he, he acts like he's Sinatra walking into Sands uh, in the 1960s.
1: Yeah. And, and all for something that is just a horrible example of american excess
0: yeah i don't think it reflects well on us uh, worldwide no. i mean there's a long list of things that don't reflect well on us but the the, the ability <laughs> this is high though i think this is still very high on the list uh yeah i, I you know when we were growing up uh, you know your your parents would tell you eat what you're on your plate because there's people starving in ethiopia yeah, and I believe it's Eritrea, uh, Ethiopia's a little, well stock, a little better stock. They got a couple of Sam's Clubs there. But t- for us to be sitting there just seeing who can eat the most hot dogs while most yeah. of the world is looking for food, not a good look.
1: I can't imagine it's selling hot dogs either, but uh, Nathan seems glued to it as their, uh, as their identity. It's their brand is jamming as many Nathans as you can down your uh, throat. Till they stack up.
0: Have you had an actual Nathan's hot dog any time in the last quarter century, by the way?
1: No, I've not. I uh, I know. In fact, I don't even go to amusement parks. That's how much I hate Nathan and hot dogs.
0: <laughs> I won't well, go.
1: Well,
0: you know, Las Vegas is an amusement park and there is a Nathan's outlet in Bally's. And I, I assume the original Nathan's on Colleen Island is pretty good. But the Nathan's that you get in Bally's Uh, roughly equivalent to a roadside dog kill uh, that has been wrapped up in a towel for a week. (laughs) That's
1: how they cooked it. They wrapped it up in a towel and left it on the uh, sweltering asphalt. And uh, this is is about equivalent to that, which I'm going to say right now, a bit rare. I don't mean the hot dog itself. Uh, you're going to throw up enough eating 60 hot dogs. But if you have the hot dogs rare, that's trouble. Uh, my, my point about being rare is most things, even crappy little, uh, holes in food malls in Vegas, most food in Vegas, pretty solid. They, they got to be pretty solid to just kind of survive. But you're saying the Nathan's is kind of below that mark.
0: Uh, it is. And in fact, it's in the food court at Bally's and the food court, that food court has Nathan's Subway and Sbarro, uh, the graveyard of fast food, as far as I'm concerned. Right. OK, yeah, but, Everybody yeah, but it's, at Subway, it. has never tasted a sub before. <laughs> and Sabaro had its moment, I think, about 18 years ago when it popped up in airports and they go, oh, wow, I can get a slice of pizza in an airport. And then people started eating it and uh, its moment was over.
1: Yeah, but to be able to walk into that particular mall and that baro shirt and hat and go to yourself, we're still king over here. Look at that Subway and Nathan's. we top shelf over. They're coming to us. Look at them milling about. Yeah, they're smelling that weird smell. They're walking our way. At least we smell like pizza. That should be their slogan. At least we smell like pizza. Like pizza. All right. Hey, you mentioned growing up. Uh, let's find some interesting facts out about Norman Chadby because a lot of people don't know this. And uh, for good reason. For years, uh, sealed uh, FBI documents. We could not get to these. Uh,
0: where were you? Uh, where Where did you grow up? I grew up uh, in the shadow of our still nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And the last time I looked, we still were a democracy 240-odd years strong. So I grew up in the shadow of Washington, D.C., in uh, the neighboring suburb of Silver Spring, Maryland, just one spring. Oh, so just, one wow! Spring. We were ahead of the whole drought water. Shortage. I like it. One spring, and it's a good spring. Silver Spring, nice community. Yeah, not cocky about their spring. Well, in yeah. Florida, they have silver springs—you would expect that in Florida. Their own rules.
1: Yeah, sure. And you would expect it to be man-made and spewing something more colorful than water. I'll leave it at that. All right. So you're in Silver Spring. You're at grade school, any high school, anything uh, coming up athletically for you? Is there anything you grab onto uh, as an athlete?
0: No. Uh, I, I spent most of my time indoors watching other people sweat. I thought it was stupid to go outside and get hit by other people. The only sport I had any acumen in, and I tried out for the high school team uh, in Silver Spring at Northwood High, was tennis. And I made the tennis team, but it was forced to get four single slots and six double slots. Uh, uh-huh. And I was going to be number three doubles. And I realized I probably wasn't going to move up during the course of the three years, so much to my parents' dismay because they said I was a quitter. I didn't quit. I, I looked at what's going on. No, hey, no. I hate to talk about myself in the third person like Serena, but Norman ain't going to practice every day to play doubles. I mean, I'm not playing doubles. Right, that right. court is mine. That court is mine, Jeff. So yeah. I declined playing doubles and that was the end of my uh, athletic career.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure that you can decline anything with a high school coach, but Uh, that's a smart move. And I'll also say this, uh, in defense of you with your parents and I'll talk directly to them if they're still with us. Uh, Norman didn't quit as the kids say today, he just pivoted (laughs) to, to a new, uh, thing.
0: (laughs) So I wish I would have thought of that word to tell my father because he was quite upset that I didn't have the, the wherewithal. you know, to go in there and work hard and and make it to singles the next year, I pivoted.
1: Yeah, you you knew your uh, internal strengths. You were able to ascertain what you might have an affinity for and better suited to get to that affinity more quickly than to waste time on a high school tennis court.
0: Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. What's the worst thing you did in high school?
0: The worst thing I did in high school,
1: yeah, out of all of it, uh, because I like I wasn't really a prankster. I didn't do anything like that. Uh, I was in band, which which that's not the worst thing you would think ordinarily. That in and of itself, uh, but but you know there are things that I did. Like I tr- I can't believe to this day that I did this. Uh, it just popped into my head. I was with my 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 friends were in. A, uh, an old Buick uh, Deuce and a quarter, 72 Buick Deuce and a quarter. Uh, no, 1970 Buick Deuce and a quarter. And uh, we decided that it was not, it wasn't, it had a hard time staying uh, uh, engaged. The engine had a hard time staying engaged. So you would occasionally have to get out and push it. It was one of my friend's cars. And so it died while we were moving. And uh, I was on the passenger door, and they said, well, it's moving. Why don't we take advantage of that momentum? And Jeff, jump out and start pushing.
0: Very nice. Yeah.
1: So um, I, being uh, incredibly susceptible to peer pressure, I just went right out the door without thinking, like, maybe my legs should be moving a little bit. Bam, right on my ass, nearly under the car. And fortunately, somehow rolled the other way as the car just rolled away. And to the howls of my friend, that's back when you could nearly kill a kid and still be friends.
0: Oh, no question. Plus, those the cars had no seatbelts. I'm glad you fell out. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, You almost yeah. did the, the Sopranos thing, the self Richie April run over Beansy 45 times with the same car. Uh, thing with your do in the quarter. I like right. that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, The only thing I did, into a two-part story real quickly, is uh, after my, <laughs> one of my friends got his driver's license. <laughs> Wait, hang on, it's a two-parter? <laughs> yeah, because it's it, it, it the worst thing I ever did in high school. So uh, the, the
1: first uh, part of this sponsored by the Thunder Burps, the Air Force belching team. Take it away, in Uh,
0: So, yeah, the first part's not that bad. The second part's worse. But, uh, yeah, my friend Howard Yablon just got his driver's license. And then we were off uh, school for Yom Kippur, and he's Jewish, and so he's got to fast the whole day. And I said, Howard, 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 man, okay, we got a driver's license. We got to go up to a new Italian uh, Italian joint in Whedon and eat. He said, I'll get in trouble. I can't eat. I convinced him to go up. He went up there like an idiot, by the way. He wore a white shirt, and he got some tomato sauce (laughs) on his white shirt. He's got to try to sneak it back into the house so his parents you know, put it in the laundry. He didn't get away with it. Bang. He had, you know, interrupted yeah. young Kipper. And, you know, that's a big deal.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's a huge deal, and so especially with Italian tomato sauce on your shirt, that's not going to wear
0: well. No, it, it, it was cheap. It was cheap. <laughs> uh, so this is like, you know, three ninety nine for all the pasta you could eat across from the from the mall. So that, I felt bad about that because he across didn't cross from the mall. Yeah, it was across. So they're not even in the mall. Not in the mall. <laughs> mall access, like Beverly Hills adjacent. You know.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> so then a few, uh, then we were drinking, and this is back in the days when the drinking age was 18. So yeah. you'd be 16, 17, and sure. get a beer when you wanted to get a beer. So we got drunk one night in the winter, and we decided, and it was mostly me, to go up to Wendy's after it closes. They had some uh, trees out front, uh, small trees, and we decided to, to uproot one of the trees that looked like a Christmas tree ah. and drop it off. In as, as a continuation of the earlier Young Kipper thing, drop it off in Howard's front yard to ah. sort of start a conversion process to Christianity.
1: Gotcha. So, so the tomato sauce was the uh, gateway drug. Yeah. And then, boom, you were going right to the Christmas
0: tree to tell
1: these Jewish parents they'd lost their son there to Christianity. Go.
0: So that was pretty stupid. Uh, and that was traced back to us, but no real consequences. Did you actually uproot the tree? Wasn't that hard? It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't large. Uh, there were two or three of us, and yeah, it, it, we didn't have an axe or anything. We we're just able to pull no, it just you... the ground. <laughs> so, yeah, you could pull it out of the ground.
1: Yeah. Hey, that uh, that doubles tennis paid off, man. That's uh, that's some developed muscle right there. Hey guys, that uh, the second part of that anecdote, the Christmas tree part, sponsored by Stripper Pole, the fishing rod that'll make them dance right into the boat. That's Stripper Pole. All right. Uh, listen, before we dive in, you know what? Uh, should we dive right into the sports? You know what? Let me ask you one question sure, before sure, we dive into sports. Uh, you fulfill, I'm sure, what felt like a dream, at least at one point, which was to work for the Washington Post. You get a job with the Washington Post. And you have to feel like you've arrived at what point do you realize arrived where at what point does the whole thing begin to sink in that it's 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 another newspaper I got to figure out how to survive here it doesn't feel in from the inside as prestigious as I as I had hoped it would be
0: okay uh, let me give you a two-part answer and I, I don't know <laughs> if he's part of sponsor right. well no of course there's but <laughs> hang
1: on hang on uh, part number one of the Wapo anecdote is sponsored by Zigzag Zit Cream. Your zits will never see it coming. Serpentine with Zigzag Zit Cream. This is part one. Wapo anecdote. Norm Chad, go.
0: Okay. So I was lucky enough to arrive at the Washington Post my freshman year in college. Actually, not my freshman year in college. It was my freshman year at the University of Maryland, which back then was pretty much <laughs> barely a, accredited. Yeah, it, it was a Jiffy Lube with a library. <laughs> So I'm there my freshman year. This is 1976, Jeff. Okay. Did you see all the presents, man? Yeah, I did. Okay. That's an impressive looking Houston, right?
1: Yeah, that is, that's, uh, yeah, that makes you think, wow, I'm walking into the temple of democracy.
0: And that is replicated from the Washington Post. I walk into the temple of democracy in 76, two years after Woodward and Bernstein brought down a president. Now if the Post can't bring down a president now. They've tried. You know, you cannot touch Trump. You can't, you can't. he can right. do no. Deshaun Watson stuff and he still would yeah. be Donald Trump.
1: You can only hope to contain him.
0: You got it. So I'm walking into the post in September of 1976, and you are awed. I mean, it's incredible. It's 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 the newsroom. You can see Woodward. You can see Bradley. You can see Bernstein. In fact, I wasn't that impressed with Bradley. Jason Robards was better as Ben Bradley than Ben Bradley was as Ben Bradley. And Ben Bradley was pretty good as Ben Bradley. But Robards was unbelievable. Yeah,
1: yeah he was unbelievable. Martha Graham feels the same way. All right, go ahead.
0: Second part of that story is one of my first jobs is oh, to work the, the Friday Night the phones. Second, oh, part story, Second part of the story uh,
1: so, so Norm Chad has walked into WAPO, the the temple of democracy, uh, part two of the story, sponsored by Nugentics wiener pills, directly from Ted Nugent. Take it away, Norm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of your first jobs is to work a, a Friday night high school football night. Okay. So I'm working the phones, and people call in their results. We got to uh, get the results. We got to get sure. the score by quarter. We got to get who scores, okay? These, these uh, are... These are mostly 16 year olds who, at the time, were still watching Leave It to Beaver on rerun. Sure. So, to get this yeah. information on deadline on a Friday night. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, I got, I got, I got, the Rockville Magruder score. Okay, what's the score? Uh, I, th- I think, I think 17-13. You think 17-13? <laughs> it's the Washington Post. Okay, <laughs> we reported on Nixon. We reported on the Pentagon Papers. I need a score. Okay, yes, let's see. Seventeen thirteen. They give you the score. They don't know the names of anybody. Yeah, and then you got to turn it into the boss. And the boss looks at all the holes, and he goes, "No, you don't get off the phone. Ask their coach. You don't get off the phone till you get score by a quarter, total score. Who scored the touchdowns? How long were the touchdowns? It was yeah, a tough job. And that made me think this isn't exactly uh, you know, it's not
1: you. Yeah. So uh, even the bottom rung at the temple of democracy uh, needed to to achieve a certain level of journalistic integrity. But unfortunately, at this point, you're relying on the one 16-year-old who, who has access to a phone and isn't completely hammered or under the bleachers necking uh, to try to get your, 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 your box score.
0: It's, it's interesting you bring up the phone, sir, because at that time, this is pre-cell phone for anybody out there. Uh, okay. Some of them would be calling from payphone. Yeah. Well, they oh. call from the payphone sometimes. They're you know, like a payphone outside of a 7-Eleven giving you the results. Yeah. You hear them on the phone saying, I'll be off in a second, man. I got to do this call. The <laughs> person behind him complaining, I got to make a call, man. My girlfriend's... So this is ridiculous. They're on payphones in parking lots of 7-Elevens giving you bad results.
1: Yeah, and you need the people. You need the will of the people, even at this level, to weigh in, to help out, to contribute, to have the score right, to have the longest run correct, to know who won, who lost, by what margin, because as WAPO likes to say, democracy dies in darkness. Let's move on. Hey, that guys, that was sponsored by 45-Hour Energy Drink. Live big, crash hard. Why don't you guys dive into some sports? Good idea, Chet. Um, live golf. Is it... uh Legit money grab in a capitalistic system, or is it just disgusting blood money? Where do you land on this?
0: Okay, it's in the middle. It's both. You can be both. It doesn't have to be either or. Well, I'm, I, hey, I wasn't saying it needed to be
1: either or. I just have to posit the question. In you a said, is it matter. this or
0: is it that? You said, is it this or is it that? Yeah. If that's not <laughs> either or, I don't know what is either or.
1: Yeah. Just behind you. You're one of those, uh, maybe a Merlot. Mellow you out a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, a good, that's, it's too you know it's, it's early here on the west coast so that's let, let's just parse this down and uh let's in two parts uh-huh <laughs> uh, okay yeah well, why
1: not hang on <laughs> first part of this answer to the live golf question sponsored by rocket city the jet blue of space travel take it away norm
0: all right. So that all this all this uh, rigmarole to about, for instance, we heard from Tiger and Rory about we have tradition to PGA. You don't want to up the tradition. You want to have this. It's right. it's a competing golf business entity, just like the just like the NFL had a AFL competed with the NFL, just like the ABA competed with the NBA, just like there, there's various tennis tours. So that whole business is, is BS. It's it's a business venture. It's a money grab. But that's what I think we were brought up on here in democracy when it didn't die in darkness. I I would agree
1: uh, to the conclusion of part one of the Live Golf opinion. Uh, But I would also add only that it would be as if in the old NFL-AFL battle uh, before the merger in a tremendous capitalistic society. This is the way it's done. But it would be as if the AFL had been sponsored, you know, by... By Stalin.
0: Okay, that gets us to number two. Okay. Oh, yeah, number two, sponsored see? by Riverglance,
1: the Irish dance sensation where only their eyes move. That's Riverglance. Tickets
0: available now.
1: Okay, good. Okay,
0: listen, you libertard, woke, <laughs> virtual signal. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this part, okay? And I wouldn't want to do business with the Saudis either for a lot of reasons. So yes, is it blood money? Let's concede that it's blood money. In fact, what's a new term that we? Uh, what's the, sport washing? This was is a new term, by sport,
1: the way. Sport washing.
0: Yeah, I've seen it a lot. It's, it's getting me tired. It's it's where in this case the Saudis are trying to clean up their reputation or make them part of the mainstream by ah, using sports. And right. this has been done by the way, going back to the, to the start of time. And certainly, what you know, I don't want to get into the Hitler thing because this is you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. But this is it the just Hitler- did a whole beautiful Yom Kippur anecdote. We don't so, need to sully it with a Hitler thing.
0: So the, the 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 failed painter artist did a whole thing with this in the thirty-two Olympics or thirty-six Olympics when he was hosting in Berlin, where he was going to showcase the Republic. Right, right. But so, yeah, is it blood money? Yes, and all this. Okay, uh, okay. Last time I looked, where do we live?
1: Uh, we live in Silver Spring.
0: This wasn't either or. Where do we live in the big United picture.
1: States of America? I believe is the answer you're looking for.
0: Okay, where democracy doesn't die in darkness. Trust me, it dies it, for a lot of other reasons. Okay, so if if the it golfers, dies
1: in the full light of a 7-Eleven parking lot. All right, the, continue.
0: Golfers are taking this blood money. Okay, they're about seventh in line to take this blood money every day of the week. There is U.S. business doing business with saudi arabia every day yeah, of the that's... week, the u.s government is doing business with saudi arabia oh suddenly suddenly the golfers are doing business with saudi arabia and they're, and they're julius and ethel rosenberg look them up if you don't know who these people are it's in <laughs> wow. google
1: wow very intense gentlemen uh that was sponsored by handelabra the world's fanciest doorknob wow what a wrap up there haven't heard that in a long time on a norm ch- that's why he's the best jeff i i fully understand. So well we sorted that out, uh sorta. Uh US Open tennis. Um for me, unwatchable. Uh both men and women hit it far too hard. It's they hit it really hard. Back and forth really hard. And uh then someone has an asthma attack and that's the end of the point. There the they the, the, uh finesse is a word Long gone from tennis, it appears.
0: It's a different game, my friend. Uh, when I was back uh, pivoting from. And the- as a. Te- yeah, right. As a tennis player, I you should hold, be able to. Uh, with a wooden racket and, <laughs> and, and, and pothole filled courts, you had to have some finesse. You had yeah. to have some round strokes. Okay. Yeah. Certainly in the men's game, more than the women's game. But even in the women's game, if the woman is Serena, and we can get yeah. back to her in a moment. Oh, well, if, wow. Yeah, What's backing up great, on you there? Okay, Did you have an
1: early breakfast or are you waiting?
0: That was a Serena thing because I'm not online to put her up as the next Mother Teresa, even though she's the greatest, you know, one of the greatest wow. of oh. all time. But the tennis thing is that, that, that the equipment changed. Everyone got bigger and stronger. So, if, you know, like Rod Laver today against Roger Federer. Rod Laver then against Roger Federer today. That's yeah. not it. Yeah. Margaret Court. No. Uh, Against who who has the most Grand Slam titles of any woman, 24. Against Serena today, that's six love, six love. So it's a different game. It's harder to watch. I agree with you. The women are easier to watch because sometimes they do have great rallies back and forth. I agree. Uh, So I think it's more fun to watch. But yeah, it is like you, it is very, very difficult for me to watch uh, most of uh, tennis today, except the French Open, which is, you know, played on some school playground, dirt court. So again, they have to have a lot of strokes. Yeah,
1: uh, I, I'm not even sure they work that hard on the uh, on the sand
0: court. On the what do they call it? Is that it? Sand court? No, There's a a t- open? yeah, no, that's not sand, that's uh, uh that's not gravel. Uh, the dirt, uh, it's very it's it's clay. It's clay, it's clay. clay. Wow, I, what's with clay? What's with clay there anyway? I Two mean, where guys else with else?
1: combined 70 years in sports and it took us
0: two minutes to come on
1: well and thank god you were my guest or i'd still be sitting here if it was brian stack from last week forget it we'd be still trying to mull and ponder what the hell the name of that material was um hey listen that tennis uh uh insight sponsored by nanazon prime now get that stale butterscotch candy from grandma overnight with Nanazon Prime. All right. You got any more for him? Yeah, I got more sports for him. Check this out. Uh, NFL Aaron Rodgers. Is he actually more dangerous having uh tripped on ayahuasca? Because here's my thinking. I think he's getting his dander up in a good old-fashioned way. He's like, Oh, you think I can't do it? You think everybody comes into Lambeau and beats me in a playoff game? You think I don't have the receivers? I think he's one of these guys psychologically that, that thrives playing from not even behind, from way behind, from back to into a corner behind. I think that's when he's at his best.
0: Yeah. Thank you, uh, Mr. Wisconsin-born yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. Acolyte. Yeah, yeah I, I got there. no I mean, problem. Look it up.
1: Hey, I grew up Catholic. I know what a freaking acolyte is. Uh, that's right,
0: because it's got some religious overtones to yeah,
1: it. Yeah, exactly. Speaking that's of religious comes overtones. So
0: let's go back with Aaron, your boy.
1: I'll put it on the cast so I can serve mass with Aaron Rodgers if I have to.
0: Let's let's talk about your boy. And I love Aaron Rodgers on a million levels. Love watching him play. He's personable. Love to see the way he slings it. He's one of the great quarterbacks in NFL history. Apparently, you know, so careful. Uh, with his body that he won't put a vaccine into it because he's not sure what it's going to do to his body scientifically right. But willing to go to, willing to go to Peru uh, for, I believe uh, a religious, <laughs> uh, a religious retreat or some type of religious timeshare and hey, take a hallucinogenic drug that was going to somehow m- motivate him and medicinally cure him.
1: You're right. I, I don't want you to throw uh, a, a classic uh old school Peruvian tribe under the bus. This is something they do. Yeah. yeah. Uh that Aaron just happened to kind of you know, hey, if you're in Rome you see a pizza joint, you're going to pop in. Well, not if it's Domino's. <laughs> well, okay, that's true. So you're saying he's 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 living off the the um he he's sort of drafting in the wake of the Peruvian tribe on the whole ayahuasca thing. Yes. And it's BS, is but it's, yeah. so okay, so your personal uh, hatred for Aaron Rodgers. I
0: don't have a hatred. It's just he's, 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 he's kind of, you know, he's trying to be, you know, he's a little hypocritical. He's trying to be a little bit pregnant. Always hard to be a little bit pregnant. And so, yeah, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks, but you, you just take a look at his post seasons. Yeah. In the last 10 years. Yeah. which uh, is the equivalent of one Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Well, he's been in the league five, six years. His He's terrible. He's lost home playoff games. He's terrible in the fourth quarter. Patrick yeah. Mahomes, who, who's not a whole a lot of trouble Patrick Mahomes is made like the three was he made the three Super Bowls or three AFC championship whatever
1: it is yeah (laughs) we're we're, look we don't need this why sully this whole process with actual fact? sorry so you're 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 high on Mahomes and understandably with the recent track record not as high on Rodgers in terms of uh this coming season uh and I'll say this again I think backed up I think he's going to surprise some people um and and hey um you know he's got a girlfriend named blue uh blue
0: uh what was he's got a girlfriend named crystal I, blue persuasion is her mean, name i think Blue. Uh, can we mention briefly two other quarterbacks on my mind yeah you mentioned sure one of them. I, I know that uh chet in the update at the top of the uh yeah
1: uh, oh incidentally these are quarterback evaluations sponsored by jc penny dressing homicide detectives for over 60 years take it away Norm.
0: Yeah, Chet had uh and it was sourced, I'm sure he had Brady taking the 11 day leave yeah. for some type of uh, retool body thing, yeah. whatever he yeah. goes, you know, the you know, the fountain of youth, yeah. whatever he does. Okay. Yeah. I know, and I don't need to source this, he went home because he was having a problem with Giselle. I know, as a New York Post reported, that she's wow. not he's still playing football. You don't you don't you don't leave training camp for 11 days. You know, unless it's yeah. you know, it's, unless it's something serious, you don't leave if you're if, if if you're a major union organizer, you don't leave a picket line in the middle of the picket line unless there is trouble at home. Your wife says you got to back. I got you. Time. Yeah, home because there was trouble on the ranch. Trust me. Wow. Okay.
1: And that's spoken from a guy who's uh,
0: <laughs> this is not necessary
1: who's been through troubles on several ranches.
0: I, I don't, I don't, I don't see why I should side swipe you. I'm here providing insight. I'm trying that. Hey guys, that's sponsored by, sponsor, sponsored
1: by sponsored by acetaminophen. Blow the aspirin right into your face with acetaminophen. Okay, one last shot. College football. Nick Saban squawking about uh, NIL payments uh, seems a
0: little marginal. <laughs> marginal. 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 You know, Al, OK, okay. I forget the fact that the whole NIL, it's just it's just it has just moved the corruption from one filing cabinet to another. Okay. Essentially, <laughs> the players a, now are going in to be
1: in the several uh, pods, uh, storage uh, rooms outside of the Alabama uh, football uh, stadium. They've moved the they're just moving files among pods is what you're correct. saying. Then.
0: OK, So I don't want to hear again, Nick, getting all high and holy about the NIL because he's going to benefit from the I- yeah. he doesn't even have to He doesn't even have to open his eyes or close his eyes, and they're going to be taken care of behind him. It's like when John Wooden was at UCLA, great coach, but he had a guy on staff, Sam, whatever his name was, who pretty much took care of whatever the payments need to be for the athletes right. coming into town. And John Wooden could just, you know, I got no, I got no blood on my hands,
1: nothing to do with it, right?
0: Same way. So Alabama, Georgia, and USC essentially now can can go to whatever they can go to Tiffany's, they can go to Nordstrom, they can go to Neiman Marcus and buy yeah. whatever they want every season. They're going to dominate. This sooner be expanded 12 team playoff, which by the way, you didn't read the fine print that now a 12 teams, Notre Dame is in that playoff every year, regardless of record. Only, I believe they only, only go to the one in 10, they don't make it. They go 0-11, they make it, trust me. So this new 12-team playoff is a bunch of hooey on a stick because they should just go to 120 teams, 128 teams, which some how many Division One teams play football. Right. They get a 128-team playoff, Jeff, 128 playoff. You have you start the opening. You can play regular season September, October, November, 10, 12 games. Then you go to the, the 100. Everybody makes the playoffs. The opening wow. couple weekends would be March, Madness, in December. You'd have games Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, all these teams. You'd have extra home games for the teams uh, hosting the game. Games, and then you sure. still have a true national champion, just like you almost do in NCAA basketball. Yeah. And then Nick Saban can't s- s- sit there and talk about it. LSU is going to break the rules, but I stand for goodness.
1: Right? You know when uh, you know uh, when something's corrupt in a college football when uh, Iowa State's doing it. When it gets that deep, then you go, okay, okay, maybe we should look into this. <laughs> this. This seems to be affecting college football because they're doing it in places like Davidson. Uh, all right, Big Ten. How about your prize Big Ten? Okay. Well, now, there wasn't. I was about to wrap up, but let's dive in. You want to take a shot? At Go ahead.
0: <laughs> your big 10 which used to be the yeah. big 10 it was the heart of the, the heart Wait
1: of the second my big 10 the the turps the are in it now too it's you should be in
0: it too Rutgers shouldn't be in it too it's absurd the big 10 now like the british empire the sun never sets yeah. on the big 10 it's got school every time though
1: right. that's right we have uh we have little princes too we have uh we have a beautiful uh, parade we have a castle in chicago Um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's an unbelievable. We have a, we have an army. That's how big, that's how big the big 10 is now. That's how big the empire is. We have an army and a Navy. We're working on an air force. You don't like it. You don't like the big 10 that big. You don't like USC and UCLA coming in big 10.
0: No, not even because you know you prefer tradition and and you, you hate change and yeah I'm all I'm right. like that all the time I hate you know I I don't I, you know I got shoes that I still go to a shoe repair shop to put new soles on because I want to give them up and you know how hard it is to find a shoe repair shop Oh the- yeah no yeah. no there are they're, they're two are uh, two
1: frontage roads past the Seven um, Eleven uh, at Europe uh, and the Italian food joint in, in your in Silver Spring Fair. that's how hard it is to find. A, a cobbler. That's a what it was, a cobbler. Well, look, you're talking to an Italian. I know all the
0: terms for shoeing. Uh, so, yeah, I want to hold you up, but just, just to show you what it's all like, the UCLA president was going into PAC 12 meetings. And telling them, you know, we don't really want to expand. We don't want to go after this or that for this reason. At the same time that she was negotiating to leave the Pac-12 to go to another conference that was going to expand, that's how that's how it works, Jeff. It's it's. You think Washington's the only place with all these webs of discussion? No. The the the, the presence of our institutions of higher learning are you know playing their little three card monty out on the street.
1: I'm done corruption nationwide whether it's live golf or the big 10 norm chad's opinions uh thank you chad wow out of nowhere he just popped that in uh my guest folks uh and i used the term loosely the incredible norman chad follow him on twitter at norman chad there's no messing around here uh and what else where do we you got a thing going at the cbs you mentioned it earlier the uh, World Series Sports of Network
0: Poker is where the, the World Series of Poker is. The main event will start uh, airing later this month on CBS Sports Network. And I'll be uh, retooling my short-lived Gambling Mad podcast. Yes. Uh, which will be starting uh, again this month and can be you on know, your normal podcast. Plus, it can be found on UFC Fight Pass. That's right, UFCFightPass.com. Uh, and I'm also doing monthly UFC commentaries because I have quite a history in mixed martial arts, but that's for another day and another
1: time. Sure. Yeah. That's the whole other episode. Although uh, I'll say this, the roots of your mixed martial arts uh, career uh, was in uh, doubles tennis back in silver spring. That was a contact sport back then. Uh, Norm, thanks a lot for coming on, buddy. All right. Don't call me. I'll call you (laughs) follow me on Twitter at real Jeff Cesario, my album. What was I thinking streaming everywhere? The play with pain mugs. That's right. I got coffee mugs available at jeffcesario.com up in the upper corner. Go buy them when they're great. Uh, get, a, get, a, get a head start on all that Christmas stuff. Uh, don't let the kids rip up the tree uh, from a restaurant and dump it in your front yard just to mess up your Yom Kippur. Get a mug. Go to the jeffcesario.com site and get a mug. Uh, check the website for potential stand-up dates. I'm sneaking back out here and there on the road. Uh, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Spread the word. We're having a blast here, as you can see. And uh, I appreciate you, uh, you folks listening. Chet, do you have any, uh. Anything cooking this weekend? Cooking, of course. This weekend I'll be in Mildew Springs, Mississippi, calling the world sweating invitational for moistfreaks.com. The Turks, once again, expected to take the team competition. Sponsored by tempur Pedic, the lightly fried adjustable mattress and my pillowcase. Make any pillow your pillow with my pillowcase. This is Chet Waterhouse, reminding you to play with pain.